Hi folks and welcome to the first episode of the CP Sport and Fitness Podcast. I've been debating doing this for a while and I thought, what better time than to start it with. My good mate, ex, ex-playing partner, Josh Edwards. Josh, how are you doing, mate? I'm good, mate. Glad to be here. Um, it's been a while coming, hasn't it? So I'm glad we've finally got it sorted, man. I know, we had a few tech issues getting set up, but we're finally all good to go. We're finally all good to go. So the plan for this, it's just going to be a, a, a chat through Josh's career to this point, to be honest. And as we go through, I want to highlight some key key moments that have happened and some lessons that can be learned for younger players and, and players wanting to come through and players that are around our age are still trying to make it professional and make it in, in the higher, you know, kind of the, the junior game uh, down in the pyramid. So we'll start off, Josh, I just want a wee, a wee brief run through of all the clubs you've played at, what your kind of progression went, nothing too in, de- in depth. And then we'll run back through it and I'll highlight some key things as we go. Okay. Um, my first club was Belfield Royals. I joined them when I was about 11, 12-year-old. Um, played with them for a couple of years. Went to Kamarnock Pro Youth for a year. Um, then went to Air United for six months. And then went to uh, Crosshouse Boys Club where I played there for, I think, maybe three years, I think it was. Um, then signed with Airdrie when I was 17, and then signed with Dunfermline when I was 19. Spot on. Sounds good. So, we'll, t- we'll take it right back to start with Belfield. So, you went from there, and then that was your, your transition from Belfield into Pro Youth for the first time with Kelly. So, what age did that come about, and, and how, how did you get scouted? What was that whole process like? Because I've, I've heard plenty of stories about people getting scouted for ages, or... There's some examples of people where scouts have came to a game looking for someone else and they've seen someone play well and they've picked up on that during watching it. So how, how did the whole process with playing with Belfield and then transition to Kelly come about? Uh, well, I didn't. I used to. There used to be a wee thing at the Power League called um, Kamarnik Youth or something like that. It was like a wee just a weekend for like kids to come down and train and that sort of thing. So I didn't join yeah. a boys club and for until I was twelve. I used to play that till. For, oh, for years before my dad wouldn't yeah, let me I don't even know that I don't even nah, know I that used to, I used to that's how it started anyway I always loved playing football but and my dad didn't really see any point in letting me join a team until I was older so it was, yeah. wasn't until 12 until one of the coaches at that um, at that like we uh, weekend training um, asked my dad if I could come along to his actual team um, at the Belfield Royals so that's how that came about and uh, I started playing there. Um, I used to play in the B team. I was in the B team for the first couple of years. Right. And then promoted to the A team um, when we went to 11. Yeah. Well, it we went to 11 a side. So yeah. I kind of was the only one team, wasn't I? So, yeah. um, so I, uh, in fact, no, sorry, I must have been... One season in the B team, one season in the A team at seven aside, and then when it went to eleven aside, um, I actually became captain as well at the time um, for the first season at eleven aside. We were in the Glasgow League, um, so we'll play. We were in a, we were go playing teams from around Glasgow, that's like Giffnick and Celtic Juniors and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I actually um, remember that. What, do you remember, obviously we are younger at the time, but do you remember what the reasoning behind that was? Because obviously we played against each other in, in the Ayrshire Leagues when I was mm-hmm. actually at Belfield. 
seven aside, what why did you decide to go to the Glasgow League? Was it just the kind of physical aspect of it? That's always what I used to associate with the the, the Glasgow boy the Glasgow um, boy clubs was just the kind of physicality of it. Uh, um probably something to do with that, see to be honest. I was probably too young to even know what the actual real reason was. Um, yeah, nah, totally. Um so I don't actually know what the reason was, but Obviously, it was um, quite a competitive league. There was really good teams in it and that sort of thing. So, I don't know if that was what the coach at the time decided they wanted to do. But um, I couldn't actually tell you the reason for that, to be honest no, with that's, you. That's fair enough. That's fair um, enough. So, from ju- judging the Glasgow League, so then um, from there, was that how Kelly came about? Was how uh, I actually, to be fair, it was. Um, there was a... Well, obviously, being in Glasgow, there's going to be scouts from all sorts of teams in that sort of area, you know. So, like, obviously, there've been like Celtic and Rangers scouts and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I used to play with the district team uh, back in primary, the primary, primary seven, and that. I think we played yeah. together in that, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and no, well, I think I was later on, to be fair, but yeah, no primary. Yeah, yeah, I know the difference. I, well, I was in there, and there was a uh, Air United scout that was one of the coaches in that as well. So. Ed had already asked me to come down, but obviously my dad was like, nah, I want you playing with your pals and that sort of thing. So. Um, but the first season, uh, during Be- the Belfield season in the Glasgow League, um, we were doing really well. We won the league, but uh, but we were, I think we only lost one game the whole season. Maybe not even. But we were playing, uh, we were playing well. I was playing left back. Um, scored a fair few goals, to be fair, actually. Most of them are miss at crosses, but... Yeah, I'm just, taking them, claiming them. Right. Um, but obviously, there was scouts of the game, and um, my dad would tell me like, after the game, like towards the end of the season, anyway, that the main team that were looking at me at the time was Rangers. Like, I had there was a Rangers scout who was asking me to come down and that sort of thing. So that's how Pro Youth originally came about. Um, I started going up to Murray Park um, to train there, but it was like oh. the last couple of games of the season, uh, I got injured or something I done like a ligament or something in my ankle I can't really remember but it was right. put me out for a few weeks um, and that's when like Rangers were like oh um, you've been doing really well we want to see more of you but don't really want to like, offer you something now um, yeah. until we've seen you after you come back from injury and that sort of thing and my dad was like oh that's a bit not great for right. a 12 year old boy you know you, you want to see how he is after an injury and that sort of thing blah 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 um, right. so that's when Kelly came in and, right, so uh, I was going to say, is that was was it after was it after was there a time frame where you were training with them both at the same time, or was it just after Rangers? That no, actually, um, it was completely after Rangers. Um, right, okay. So that's when Kelly came in. Um, it was like after the end of the season, so I was only in training with Kelly, I think, for like a week or so, um, okay. and then they offered to sign me. There you go. So, so how old were you then? Then thirteen. 12, I must have been turning 13, aye. 13. Must have been. So, did, did you see, you were obviously at Rangers that long and that never probably signed, but did you notice a difference between Rangers, obviously, Old Firm, one of the big two in, in Scotland? Did you notice a difference in, in coaching and quality compared to being at Kelly straight away, or was it just it was just a step up in general? So, they were both pretty similar? Well, definitely, aye, because um, when I was. Uh, on trial at Rangers, um, even at like being 12, 13 year old, you're coming in to Murray Park, where obviously it's Rangers training centre. You'd get your own like changing room, and then you'd get your own like training kit and that sort of thing. So they bring in like the obviously the Rangers gear and that gear to you for a training session. Yeah. They'd be like 
coaches for all like all the ages and that sort of thing. Um, you'd see them about, but there was like a special coach for like uh, trial players that are coming in. Right. Okay. So there was like a trial group, and uh, right. so there was like. Well, how, how many was in that group? Was it were you sort of isolated, or were you just fully involved I, in the session? I, it was just I was training. It was like ten or twelve boys that were in on trials from I, I assume around the Glasgow league and that sort of thing because I remember recognising yeah. a few of them. Aye. Um, and then that, I was in that group for about a week, two weeks. And then I got put into like the actual my age uh, squad. Um, so it was like the under 13s or under 14s at the time. So I was training with the actual the signed Rangers boys at that time. Like, so there was players like Stephen Kelly, who's obviously breaking through the Rangers first team now. He was in that sort of age yeah. group. Um, so I, uh, I was there. Sorry? Ah, so it was a good it was a good bunch of players then. Like it was definitely you could definitely tell there was a, a quality difference between aye, aye, playing I boys club, like even though like you said, you won the league, best team in the Glasgow League, probably the best league at the time. And there's still a massive gulf in quality between that level and then going to you know, aye, almost the, the you pinnacle of pro youth. Nah, you could tell that straight away, mate. Aye. Um obviously being at Murray Park there the you know, the designated training ground and that for Rangers, the the amount of pitches you could see all the teams out training and that sort of thing. Like going back to your original question, like contrasting that to Kelly, like I was going doing, uh, I think we were training like co-winning the co-winning Astro. I can't even remember what it's called anymore. Um, yeah, I doing there. I remember signing on the back of the coach's car or something like that when I signed with Kelly. <laughs> compared to if it was Rangers, you'd be up at the the stand and all that sort of thing signing. So uh, um, definitely a big, big difference in that. But obviously Kelly being my local team, I was delighted to sign with them and. As anybody would think, you're thinking, oh, I've just signed with Kelly, I've, I've made it, and I've got a great chance of being a professional, and that's a thing. And what a lot of young boys don't realise is that's not strictly the case. Yeah, no, I, I don't think that the conversion rate from 12, 13 year olds at pro youth level is quite what, what it should be and what, what it needs to be at. But yeah. you've segued nicely onto Kamalak. So, how, how long were you there? How, how were the coaches? How, how was the players? How, what was your general experience like at Kamala? Uh I loved it to be fair. Um but uh, at the time I don't know what it was. I had like, a bit of a rocky start, maybe lost all sort of confidence. I just started playing really badly. Um do you, do you think there's any any reason for that or, or, or was it just I don't know, maybe because I, what, what I remember it? at the start I was playing well. Like, I had a good for uh, good first couple of games. Uh-huh. Um and I don't really remember what happened, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, mate, just had the one, a couple of bad games. I remember, actually, we got beat 16-0 off Rangers at one point, right? <laughs> and I yeah. just remember the confidence being sucked at all of us. Um, I, like, maybe, I think I've heard a few stories about that game, to be fair. Uh, I don't think anyone came out with that unscathed. Nah. Uh, um, so, I don't know if that was the turning point or what. But there's there was a few different moments I got injured. I I remember breaking my thumb during the game. How did you manage that? How did that occur? Um, I was actually running back to slide tackle somebody. It was running through on goal, and the keeper came out and actually kicked my my kicked my hand. So my thumb ended up being dislocated, and that's so why it wasn't great. Not but, great, mate. Uh, so I I just like it wasn't a smooth sailing. I'd say to be fair, I had a few bad games, a couple of injuries. And it just overall wasn't he, wasn't he great? It wasn't he what I thought it would be going in. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? Aye. So, so how how long were you there in total for, from signing to what was it? Did, did did you get released? Is that is that what happened? Or was it just an end of the season thing? How did that? What happened there? What, how did that come about? I got released. Thanks for that, mate. Cheers, I. Um, <laughs> we're going through the timeline, no. aren't we? Right. No, at the end, I did get released. I can't really. It might have been a year and a half. I was there, maybe or a year. Um, I wasn't there for that long. Aye. Um. Was, was there I, other boys in a, in a similar similar boat to you? Was there people that came along at the same time who had struggled as well, or, or did it was it was that a common theme, or, or did you seem did you at the time anyway feel like you were the only one struggling, or, or was the whole team just low on confidence and and, and what, were they bringing in new players throughout that time? Like was it a solid group, or, or, or what was the, the the group like at that time? Um, like you said, there was obviously some games where results and scoreline wasn't obviously as Great is what is what you'd be hoping. So, do you think the full team was a bit low in confidence that time, or was it? Jing, I was just a more, a more personal thing. Probably to fair. I remember having like three three different coaching changes throughout the season as well, which obviously wouldn't help as a young boy and all that sort of thing. You want to kind of have trust in your coaches and that. So, uh, so th- um, so three different coaching setups within what eighteen months tops. Something like that. I I. But I, to be fair, I kind of was like one of the only boys that came in when I signed. Uh, it was quite a, the main part of the group was already there. Like obviously boys yeah. like Logan, um, Ewan and all that, Eddie were already in there. So yeah. um, I was like one of the, I wouldn't say, like, no, I wasn't. Like, I came in like kind of myself at the time, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, there was It was already quite a core group of boys already there. Um nice. So I wouldn't say confidence low. Everyone knew each other and that sort of thing. I wouldn't say it was it was like down to that. I think it was just personal and me not playing well and that sort of thing. And I just couldn't really adjust to the, you know, environment. Well, I don't yeah. know. Maybe something. No, that's fair something enough, it, it, it definitely doesn't work out for anyone. You're most certainly not the only one, especially in that bunch of players that you mentioned as well. That it's it's not worked out for. I heard some contrasting stories. We'll hopefully get them on and hear hear what their side of the events is as well. So. Ended up getting released for Kelly. So from there, you said air for six months. How, how was that? Just a direct? Did you go straight? Did you just start training with air, or were you training with other clubs after Kamal? Was was more interest in you? Uh, no, no, really. It was mainly like it was kind of like straight to air because I came across house the same summer. So oh. I went in across house, and then obviously air obviously heard that I'd been released or something like that. So I was in with air for a while as well. Um, oh. I was on trial there, but I was like training with Crosshairs as well. I can't remember if I was playing games with Crosshairs or not. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I'm not but too I... sure. That would have been what twenty. What year was that actually? Twenty fourteen. Was it? So, so did you? So did did you ever mm. actually sign officially with Air, or was it just training? It was more. It was a trial. I don't. Yeah, think I so it was like an extended trial. Aye. So yeah. technically, well, I suppose I technically wasn't the actual sign with Air, but like, I was in there for a while. Yeah. Training and that, um, but obviously that didn't work out very well. Um, so, so I was going to say, what what happened? Then? What what made you pick Chris House over going to air? What what, what was what was that decision? Because um, you think outside looking in, you've got the choice to go to a, a obviously pretty pretty good boys club, but if you've got that choice to stay in the academies, you would think you know nine nine times out of ten, the the outside world would think it's an absolute no brainer to stay here. What what, what swayed you the other way? Well, to be honest, at the start, obviously, I knew that Ayr were interested and I was obviously training at Crosshouse. Obviously, being that age, you're like, oh, I still want to 
being the pro youth system and that sort of thing. So air was obviously what I wanted to do at the time. Yeah. But obviously being there for that long and them not signing me and that sort of thing kinda kinda got would well get to anyone to be fair thinking, Oh, yeah. do they actually want to sign me here? Like what's going on? Uh-huh. Um, oh, totally. I think I just remember having a chat with my dad. My dad was just saying, like, well, they're not signing you. At this point, you've been doing all right, I think, in games that he's watched. And he's like, well, if they're not signing you, maybe they're not fully interested in that. And me, like, being, you know me, like, a bit angry, hot-headed, a bit of a temper yeah. I had back in the day, being like, oh, yeah, no, that's not true. They were, like, like, you know what I mean. But, like... Uh-huh. um. I obviously wanted to be with at Pro Youth, but then obviously with dragging on, they're not really telling me, <coughs> me on that. I was kind of like, obviously, all the boys at the Crosshairs, I got to school them every day at the time. So they were all saying, I'll oh, just come play with us and that will it'll be fun and that sort of thing. And at that age, it's probably the best thing for it, if I'm honest. That's what I'd, if a wee kid came to ask me or something like that, honestly, just play with your pals. Like, that's. Uh, Mainly what so, brought enjoyment to me for football. Uh, so, so, so what age, what age was that you, you ended up coming back to Cross House? Were you 15, 14? 14. Uh, it would have been 14 because I think I was still training with Cross House the whole time I was on trial at air as well. Uh, so, but I like, they were all, always all used like Jordan Mason and all that. We're all like telling me, oh, just come play with us and that. Well, it'll just be, just come have fun in that. And it was, to be fair, that's the, like, I kind of not falling out of love with football, but like, like, I wanted yeah. to play it and all that, and it just, I wasn't enjoying it at like pro youth level and that sort of thing. And then, took a step back, went to voice club, starting going to training with my pals, having fun and that sort of thing. And it just, obviously, kick-started from there. I was playing really well, getting the cup finals and challenging for the league and all that sort of thing. It made for me to start re- uh, realising that I did really enjoy playing football again. Yeah, no, it, it was it was definitely it was a good bunch of players we had. I obviously can't speak much on the, on the pro youth side of things in terms of, of quality and stuff. But did you find coming down? So obviously you'd made the leap up from boys club to pro youth, being there for a couple of years, you know, regularly training all the time. So coming back down to boys club, did you see that as a massive jump down in terms of quality? Did did you go from playing the boys at air obviously for six months or so, and then come down and think? Oh no, this this isn't where I want to be. Like, did did you immediately have aspirations then of of going back to an academy at some point, or were you thinking? Obviously, said you enjoyed it. Did you think was there a bit of you that thought, you know, maybe that's my my academy, you know, my academy and my professional career almost over? Definitely. See, to be fair, actually at the time I was thinking, I well, that's probably that. Like, I won't ever make it as a footballer, that sort of thing. And to once probably came to terms with it at some point, just thinking, I well. I'm having fun with my pals anyway. It doesn't really doesn't really matter to me anymore about making it. Um oh. but obviously we had like, a really good squad, didn't we? There was like boy four or five of us that could have easily played like pro youth or at that level, do you know what I mean? So yeah. obviously Connor and Jordan and Robbie Laidlaw, all that sort of stuff. You as well. Definitely we could have played yeah. that sort of level. Nah, come on. You were twice the size everybody at that age. Come on. Uh, maybe maybe when I was twelve. Maybe when I was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, it was definitely a good bunch of had. I, yeah. I think I think you coming to, to to a group like that definitely would have helped. It. If you went to, I, I don't want to sound like just sort of unreal, but there's maybe two or three teams, boys club teams that I know where you would have came in and it wouldn't have been a massive drop. Whereas I, I know a lot of the boys club teams at that time, every week we were turning up and it was just you had to win. So I think having that 
drive to win. That's what I always found personally about boys club just made it a bit more exciting when you're at pro youth I just heard stories about you're essentially just playing for your place and there's no competitive nature I think it's till under 18s I'm not sure if it's changed recently but it's until you get quite I think it's reserves yeah, like under 21s I don't even know if it's aye. 18s mate. Aye, so it's not until you get right higher up so I feel like coming into an environment where again you're not just playing for your place there is stuff to play for you mentioned cup finals leagues and stuff there you were and the team that won the Scottish Cup with us and it was to this day one of the, one of the best days ever Just I feel like those moments you miss in the academy so I must admit obviously it must have been hard for you mentally at the time to, to, to take the step back but I feel like it, it definitely worked it well If, if you, I think if you'd maybe stayed on it here and they'd maybe just kept you free wee well it might not have worked out and I feel like you knew that anyway so that's why you ended up take, taking that step down so no, I think boys clubs it's got a lot to offer and I think it is looked down upon sometimes, but no, you definitely you know, relished with that with that competitive environment again. Did you did you find that it was a lot better playing for something, playing with purpose, or was it was it no different at all to you? Oh, I can't stress how enough uh, enough mate how much better it was like playing for playing for a purpose, like you said, like playing for cups, yeah. trophies, and that sort of thing. Actually, the games actually meant something, whereas yeah. pro youth it was. Obviously, you're still wanting to win and all that sort of thing. You'd be down if you lost and that sort of thing, obviously. But yeah. see the boys' club aspect when there's actual things on the line. Obviously, us being like, who was it? Us, Valspar, or Boswell, top three teams. Yeah. We had to go every week and almost win. It, well, yeah. we had to win or we wouldn't be winning the league, you know what I mean? Like yeah, games exactly. like that. And then when it came to the games, you're playing Boswell and Valspar and that, you're all like, oh, right up for it, thinking we've got to win here if you want to win things, do you know what I mean? Yeah. What, what the was there ever that feeling at? Even when you were playing, when you were at Kelly or at Air playing against bigger teams, your, your Rangers and Celtics, so did, did you have that? Was it, was it the same fire in your belly before them kind of games? Or, or so like obviously just for those couple of games, or was it? But was it was it? Did it feel like almost every pro youth game was the same? Or, or was there some games we thought right, but we, we need to kind of give a wee bit more here. We need to, we need to fight for this one. Um. I don't in my opinion I don't think so I think the boys club aspect of it was so much more competitive so much more like desire to like go and win um, not only just for you but for like your it's your pals as well like best pals like you don't yeah. want to let them down by having an absolute stinker and then you're going into yeah. school the next week and you're getting absolutely slaughtered day. do you know what I mean nah, whereas at nah, pro youth it wasn't nah. it'd still be that sort of thing because obviously we went to school all the boys and that I was playing with at Kelly so it still was the same sort of thing but like there's so much more on the line at boys club whereas obviously when you come to your Celtic and Rangers you'd be like oh wow we've got a tough task on our hands today and obviously losing games like 16 and 0 and all that sort of thing it didn't help yeah it's not great that so you you mentioned a few times playing football with your pals you were obviously part of the school of football at the Grange Academy, so that was I believe you were in the second uh, enrolment to that. It was it was the second year that it started? Uh, How did you like, find that? Do you think that bit benefited you as well playing football? Or to be honest, why give a wee description of what the school of football is and and, and how it impacted your education and, and what it was? Because it's still it's still it's still a it's still in school, so there's definitely still there must have some sort of success about it. So. Just give us a wee kind of breakdown of what that was and if you enjoyed it. 
Well, originally, I didn't even know there was a school of football. Originally, it was like I think it was I think it's called the school of excellence or something, which is actually the the elite. We used to call them the elite. Eh? We used to call them yeah, the elite. Uh, the, elite the, the elite football school, mm-hmm. and then the school of football, which I didn't actually know about until because I went on trial for the elite the uh, football thing. I think a lot of us did, to be fair. Yeah. Um, before. We actually found well before I found out about the school of football. Um, oh. So that was like for mainly for pro youth boys, but there was like a big trial for boys club players and that sort of thing to come in and um, trial for watch the coaches watches all and that sort of thing before we uh, went in the first year. Oh. Um, obviously after the trial, I don't think any of the boys club boys get through. So I think it was yeah, just. I'm not sure. I think every, I think there was about fifty guys there and we all get pied off, didn't we? Yeah. Um, just, just yeah. <laughs> but I remember leaving yeah. that. And I think. There was like the coaches and that were outside. Oh, but there's like a school of football as well and that sort of thing. So it was. Uh, I went and tried for that and got that. Um, it was just. Uh, it was pretty much the same as the elite. To be fair, it was just like less training. There wasn't as much. So we'd go out for school of football. We'd have like a period, uh, like taking aside for just us to go out and train instead of going to like I think it was one of the elective classes that you could choose. Instead yeah. of going to that, which was a pretty pointless class, we'd go out and play football with the one of the SFA coaches and that sort of thing. Yeah. We'd get uh, so was that was game. that every day? Sorry, what, was that one session every day? Uh, I, I think it was maybe four out of five days a week. Yeah, most days. So you so you're playing mm-hmm. football pretty much every day because I don't know we are training and games and stuff after that as well. Still playing football quite a lot throughout throughout school. Aye, so it was nearly like a. I were period when we were at school, what, 50 minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, so 50 minutes, I'm sure. By the time we get changing that, so it was about 40, and at half an hour to 40 minutes of training, near enough extra every day, compared uh, as well as like going to our boys' clubs and that at night, playing football. So it was definitely beneficial. It was like, just like, it was good for like technical stuff. Um, James yeah. was a good coach, just tell, just like, little things about the game that makes it easier for you like taking the ball in the half turn and that so you're already facing forward that sort of thing like little simple things that boys that are that were at that age like I was thinking sometimes like why do I need to do that during the game do you know what I mean but now yeah at the this the level I play at now that like, these things are basic and like you need to do it or else you're yeah. not going to be able to play at that level just be yeah. basic things as well but uh, just about get, getting the reps in as well but a repetition if, if, you, if you don't practice it if, imagine like that's what Three, three, four hours football a week extra you got compared to everyone else in your team and, and your, your opposition as well. It's, it's going to add up very quickly when you get the extra training. In. So no, school, yep. school of football, so positive reviews for the school of football then. So Oh, definitely. I'm, I'm sure it, it's, it's changed a wee bit recently with how they recruit people. I'm sure it's not so much based on ability anymore. It's it's, it's a bit of a weird one. It's on location and stuff. But no, the school of football and then obviously performance school You've got your likes of your Billy and your Harry and stuff coming through, so yeah. you know it's definitely paying off as well. So get getting that extra, that coaching in just every day, constant, definitely good. Then no yeah, oh, def- I definitely recommend it for anyone that wanted to do it. It was definitely a highlight of my school time was being in the school of football, coming up with your pals again, and just having it. it was near enough. I wouldn't say a kickabout because it wasn't a kickabout, but like that yeah. sort of sense. Of, if you know what I mean, it was just yeah. Well, it wasn't as pressurised. It wasn't as pressurised as if you were playing with a boys' club. As constant need to win, need to try hard, need need to obviously need to try hard all the time. But you, there's no pressure to perform at your absolute peak. 
Aye. Yeah, it was just a chance to express yourself and learn. Yep. That's all good. So, from Chris House, enjoyed your time there. You managed to get back playing with some of your friends that you see at school and stuff. All good. So, and then again, you got the chance, like you say, maybe unexpected when you signed with Chris House, but you got a chance to go back to an academy at Airdrie. How did that come about? Where were you convinced straight away, obviously, from being at Rangers you know, a, a few years down the line? It's Airdrie on paper, that, it's, it's a big jump in quality. How how did you, you deal with that? Or was it just a case of Chris House to Airdrie? Makes sense. It's, it's from Boys Club to Academy. I'll get my foot in the, in the ladder again and then I'll work my way back up. Was that your thinking going into that move? Um, not particularly, to be honest with you. Um, no? Uh, it came what about, was, it? What was like, the thought process? Um, came about like uh, there was a well, obviously there was like regional teams for Boys Club and that sort of thing. Yeah, at the time, so, so that, that's when I played with you then. Was that oh, was it that boys one? club kind of regional? So was right, that was okay. what kind of aye. 15 ish, 15, 16? Uh, maybe even aye, it would have been 16, it would have been 16. Aye. Hmm. Um, so there was that, and um, there was even like there was a set, a select, I got into a select team of all the regional teams. I don't know if you remember this, yeah, I went, yeah, remember went when away. I went to Valencia and that, yeah, no, definitely. Aye. Aye, so, uh, you can touch on that if, if you want as well. How, how, how did you find that? Because obviously that was playing with boys. Was that so, so? That would have been your first experience playing with boys that aren't just from your local area, yeah. really. Because even with, with mm. your command, most of the boys are local, so they were from all over the place. How, how did you find that that experience, just playing with different different players? Uh, definitely interesting. At, at first, obviously being quite young. Um, I think I was the only boy from Ayrshire. That in fact, maybe maybe there was one or two, but uh, uh, maybe two of us actually three of us got picked from like the Ayrshire regional. We were like the least represented. Um, it was mostly boys from like, Aberdeen and Edinburgh and that sort of thing that get picked, which is pretty yeah. well, self-explanatory. Isn't it? Obviously, being the yeah, bigger regions and that. Yeah. Um, but being picked on that was great. Like obviously, um, that's actually how I got into Airdrie. One of the coaches of that was our coach at Airdrie. Um, so that's how the Elgin move came about. Um, just kind of asked me, oh, I think you're doing really well here. What would you think about coming into Elgin to train and that sort of thing? And it yeah. started as a bit sceptical, thinking that's oh, miles away and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. I'm enjoying playing football at Crosshouse and that sort of thing. But that's when Crosshouse, obviously, we had a wee bit of a downfall, started going downhill, boys starting to take their not well take, aye, take their eye off football not really caring about football as much as yeah I was going to say it gets that age when you get to 16, 17 those that aren't at that age yet or uh, I've got kids that come to that age that is the age where I would say the difference is made there's yeah. definitely a lot that you're talking 90-95% of the boys will start taking their eye off the ball a wee bit like you're saying and standards will start to drop so the fact that you actually had the maturity at that age to say that I want to, I, I want to keep progressing. I want to to kind of grow and develop still. Even when, obviously, you said you've been playing with your pals for, or even at Kelly. So past two three years, you've probably been playing playing with your pal. So taking that step to go somewhere that is a wee bit further away, I think, I think it's definitely a, uh, it's a bold, it was a bold move definitely. And I know there's a few of me and a few of the other boys are actually just thinking, is this the right move for them? But it's definitely definitely paid off in the end. So signed with Airdrie, what 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 was the kind of deal there? Was that was that a twenties contract you signed with at the time, or was it was it younger than that? Originally, I went in at seventeens, but it was coming to like right to the end of the season. So, right, okay. I'll, 
I think I, I want to say it was like the last four or five games or something. Like that, I went into Energy Seventeens, um, uh-huh. so within like a couple of weeks, um, obviously it used to be when I was coming through, it was like Seventeens, then it would go to Twenties, and then First Team. I think it's uh-huh. different. I think it's like First Team reserves, and then like Eighteens or so. I don't actually know. Yeah, but, it's ch- it's changed a wee bit. I'm sure yeah, since since back back in the day. <laughs> um, so I when I was. The 17s, it was like boys were like needing to go into the 20s to train. So the 20s, the coach could have a look at the at them and see if they, if, if he could think, if he thought, sorry, if they could make the jump up to 20s, yeah. if they could start progressing and playing at like that sort of level. Yeah, so definitely. within like a couple of weeks of me signing, I was already up training with 20s. Obviously, all the boys were that were on their last year at 17s, mm-hmm. um, up training with that. Uh, so it was a bit of a shock, to be fair, because obviously being that age, um, your body changes a lot from being when you're 16 to what boys that I was training with boys that were like 8, 19, 20 and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Like near my far age now and yeah. thinking back to like myself at that age, I think and I was just yeah, a nice five years boy ago. and all that sort of yeah. thing. Nah. You're near enough training with men, near enough, do you know what I mean? So Aye. it was a, that's probably the bit uh, in my time in football that I think that was probably the biggest like jump up or step up that I've had to make. Just yeah. that the fact that uh, you think it was, was just that was that an age thing? Do you think as well? Just the, the fact that you were just playing against folk that oh, were what? two or three years above you was, it, was just was that experience just crazy yeah, yeah. hard to play against? Did you learn from it though as well? Obviously, it would have been hard in training and games and stuff. But did, did you learn from that? Obviously, they're not veterans of the game. They still are youngsters. Still are nineteen twenty, but. When you're a young 16-year-old just coming through for the boys' club for the second time, going into an academy setting again, surely you must have picked not even picked up a few things, but you must have just learnt that, right, this is what it's like older. Because even when you were at the academy, you still were young. So you're still were, still young at the time still, but you were only 13, 14, you know. So how, how was that? Did you feel like you learnt and, and kind of grew in that environment as well? As well as uh, obviously thinking, whoa, what's going on here? I uh, like definitely like that sort of age of thinking. Or like, I, I used to be like one, not the tallest, but I used to be able to hold my own against boys my sort of age and that sort of thing. Oh. Um, but then when you take that step up to boys who are, I think at the time the twenties at Airdrie were full time, so you're going in there. Right. Boys are training four or five times a week. They're in the gym three times a week, so they're a good, oh, not good, like a lot bigger than you. So yeah. it came down to more of like the actual like using your brain, like positioning your body when you receive the ball and that sort of thing. Like making sure you protect the ball. You're thinking ahead. You're passing the ball quicker before they can come take the ball off you. Because if they get near you, they're gonna take the ball off you. They're a lot bigger. Yeah. Than you, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it was definitely a challenge. Like for boys our sort of age, I think that's what the probably coaches of that sort of age group are looking at. Just that if boys can adapt quickly to playing against bigger folk because it's gonna happen. Like I play against. Some strikers in the championship now who are six foot four, six foot five. I can't compete in the air against them. Do you know what I mean? I've got to use other yeah. ways to try and stop them from winning the ball. Do you know what I mean? Like moving, yeah. positioning my body so they can't like just run round me and that sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's it's very important for the younger boys to play with older people to realise that you're not always going to have it. Like boys your age, your sort of size, strength, and that it's not going to be as easy as that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'd say I, I definitely fell into the bracket of it being the other way. And I know there's, there's a few guys that are, are in my boat there as well, where you were 
bigger than everyone in your age group, and that that will only get you so far. If, if you if you are bigger, a child, whatever it is, bigger, and you're you're coming through 10, 13, 14, and you're bigger, you do find once you start hitting 15, 16, 17, big changes occur, and then you can just see massive changes. And pe- players who you thought were class, 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 slowly just start dipping off, and it is, as soon as everyone catches up, there's a big physicality change. And then, like you say, those players who even from a, a younger age, from what you experienced, that when they actually start, they, they start picking up things. So when they actually start getting to that level, when they are catching up, they've got the technical ability, plus they're beginning to get the physical ability as well. So uh, it's definitely I add something for add something to say for young players that it, it, even even if you, you you're small and and you feel like well everyone's bigger than me, definitely still do stick in because some of the bigger boys they now that. They would look at it and think, "Well, he he's unreal." But in a few years, when you catch up and he's maybe not as, as big as what you think he is, then it will definitely even out a bit more. Mm-hmm. So, I, oh, that's all good. So, Airdrie, did you did you manage to kind of break through there? What 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 was the script there? How, how many years did you play in the twenties before you you managed to obviously kind of get through? Um, not long, to be fair. Um, I signed so sixteen. What would have been fourth year? Or were we going it in sixth year? Fifth? Oh, I can't even remember. In fact, no, yeah, I left fourth. after fifth year. I would have left after fifth year. Yeah, uh, no, definitely. So I signed, at the time, Airdrie were full-time. So I yeah, signed okay. a, a full-time contract with the 20s. Um, what was my first wage? I want to say it was about 110 quid or something like 110 pound. What's um, that? Uh, uh, what? 110 pound a week, I think. A week? It was. Okay. 110 yeah. quid a week. At LJ when I was 17, I've just signed the contract. For full time. So I full time. So I'm thinking, oh, I've made it here. You know, I'm yeah. the week. I'm, I'm the big man and all that sort of things. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, so looking back now, you're like, ah, no, you will not But you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. But I signed that. Um, I was thinking, oh, well, this is exactly what I want to do. I want to play football, that sort of thing. Can leave school and all that sort of thing. So I was buzzing. Um, and things were going well. I was training really well. Um, uh, at the time I signed the manager just left so there wasn't a manager in place at the club at the, the, the start okay. so it was uh, uh, Gordon DL don't know if you know him used to play for Rangers that sort of thing he was the director of football so he took over at LJ and he was just he was wasn't concentrated on me but he was like saying oh you're doing really well son uh, keep going that sort of thing he was like uh, he's um coming from him at that sort of age, you know and feel well that he's played at the top level with Rangers in Scotland and that sort of thing, he knows what it takes. Yeah. Knowing that he's telling me that I'm doing well and that sort of thing gives you that confidence just to keep yourself going in that. Um, so it was good. Um, but I started breaking in the first team pretty quickly. I was training and that sort of thing. I think maybe the third game of the season, um, who were we at home against? I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but, I was named on the bench. Right. So, like, the young boys just had to have to go in and, like, do jobs around the stadium and that sort of thing um, oh. before and after games. But I came in that day and then I'd been, I was told I was on the bench and that sort of thing. And I'm thinking, what's going on here? Obviously, being 17, you're thinking there's no chance I'm getting on the bench the first team. Yeah. But that's what happened. I got put on the bench. Um, but it was something, like, it was just, it was a shock, to be fair. Like, you're warming up at the side of the pitch and you're thinking, uh, like if the gaffer actually said 
like called upon me to go out, I'd be actually playing in a first team game. Do you know what I mean? So it was pretty mad at the time. Um, yeah. But that was maybe in September or something. I didn't actually make my debut till December, so I was on the bench for ages. Yeah, well, I was going to say that. But did they kind of keep you in the loop then? So obviously, I mean, named on the bench. Were you then just constantly on the bench, or were you in and out? Did you not sure? Did you not know what was happening, or was it just that you are very close there? You just need a couple of wee tweak, tweak a few things, and then then you'll get your chance. Did they communicate that with you? Did you get did you get told what you had to do to progress, or was it just I need to bide my time, wait, and then I know my chance will come. Um. It wasn't that I didn't. I never thought the chance was come. To be honest, at the time, I thought, "Oh, I'm just making up the numbers here." Right. Um, I was one of the maybe like one of the few defenders. Um, the squad was quite thin at the time, so I'm thinking, "Oh, they're going to need defensive cover." Like, yeah. if they absolutely have to throw me in, they probably they will. But yeah. it was. I was mainly just there for like the numbers. I thought. Um, yeah. Obviously, the coaches were saying to you, like, "Oh, listen, you're doing really well." They're coming along really well. Like there is a chance that you'll play and that sort of thing if you keep going. Yeah. I didn't expect it to come that quickly, but um, there was a game against. Well, met by playing string right away. So um, one of the assistant managers at the time was like, ah, or I was quite close to him at the time. His name was Matt, uh, Mark Fitzpatrick. He used to play with Motherwell and that sort of thing. Um, came up to me. He's like, I'm gonna go have a word with the guy for I think they're ready and that sort of thing. I want you to start pushing. If, properly play first team that sort of thing yeah. um, so I, I didn't actually play that game against Shang Ra um, but the next week the gaffer pulled me into the office uh, Stevie Finlay at the time he was my twitties coach but he got promoted to the first team manager um, pulled me into the office and was just saying listen um, I think you're about starting you this weekend um, I need you to prove to uh, this week in training that you're ready I need you to uh, I'm going to play a left wing back and a back three. We're going to change formation and that sort of thing. So there's going to be plenty of cover behind you defensively and that sort of thing. So don't feel any pressure. Just go and enjoy training this week and we'll make a decision on Saturday. Um, obviously, I went out and trained thinking, what is going on here? Obviously, being the youngest boy there, you're thinking, Why, what, what, what's he talking about? Why is he wanting to play me and that sort of thing? Yeah, could imagine. Um, uh, so Saturday came round and obviously you're walking into the stadium thinking, Oh no! Well, I could actually be playing here. This is mad. Yeah. Um, get into the changing room. Uh, see the other kits set up and all that sort of thing. And then the gaffer comes in soon after, names the team, and obviously says my name. Like, obviously you're buzzing, but at the time I remember my heart just like sinking, like that stomach feeling on a roller coaster. Your stomach just sinking. You're like, oh my god! Like I proper yeah. nervous. Like, oh no, what's going on? Like I'm actually going to have to play here. So, um, so who was that against? Who, who was your debut against? Hush. <laughs> home to Forfa. Forfa. Forfa Athletic. Um, or home to them. So, uh, uh, December. Do you remember the score? <laughs> I do remember the score, mate. Aye, but I don't tell you. Right. <laughs> well, um, we won 2-1, but we're losing 1-0. Oh. And then I, well, I, I was, we were losing 1-0 and I got subbed off and then we won 2-1. <laughs> you got the one, though. You got but so I, no, I so Airdrie overall, so Airdrie was a it was a good transition from boys' club to essentially senior men's football. It sounds like it was a pretty quick transition. So Airdrie must have been really good way to, to support that because there's not many players could have went from like you say playing in a boys' club team where few people 
it's pretty sick going off the rails, but just take their eye off the ball. Well, definitely not. Football wasn't a priority. But then go from that environment to what two, not even three years later, making a, a professional a professional debut with Airdrie. That there's not many people that can do that. So they'd be able to do that. So the club definitely would have been, uh, and it sounds like the club were, were helpful with that transition. So obviously kept playing with Airdrie. How, how did you find that went? Were you always playing on the left side? Did you did you, did you enjoy playing with Airdrie? I, no, I did definitely. The, the club was really good to me. Um, obviously, throwing me in at the deep end at 17. Um, uh-huh. It was nerve-wracking. It was tough. But I think that's how you learn to play football, to be fair, under pressure. Um, yeah. I remember that one of the moments, and the one thing I do remember from that game was the, they got a corner. And I remember I was marking. And uh, oh, I was play- oh, I think no. I was marking their right back or something like that, right? And... This guy is like, I remember I had a growth spot, so I was getting quite big. But right. this guy was like six foot two or something like that, and I'm still, yeah. still a bit of a wee skinny boy and that sort of thing, thinking, oh no. Like, but I yeah. remember corners and that sort of thing at reserve level and that. It wasn't, he, wasn't he like pushing and shoving and that sort of thing, like trying to get ahead of your man. Like, the first, yeah. as the boys about whipped in, this guy's grabbed me, pushed me, I've went absolutely <laughs> flying. Near enough the other side of the box, and this guy's <laughs> ran to the back post and headed over the bar. And I'm thinking, Oh my god, thank god! All yeah, the boys are like, on there, like going mental at me, going, What are you doing? But also, I've exaggerated a bit, he didn't like grab me and push me, that's obviously, yeah, yeah but, but it like, was obvious that's that... what it felt like. And actually, yeah. that's him just like moving his arm, pushing me out the way, and going and running up to the back post, nearly scoring in it. And yeah. that just, it, I remember that the just a flick in my head going, Oh my god, I need to be like. Proper yeah. mean here, like proper physical. Like, I need to buck up my ideas. Like for, yeah. compared to like the seventeen to twenties transition, like people being bigger than you and that, it wasn't anywhere as physical as like what I experienced that day. Yeah, like, I can imagine. You're playing against. Like, I was seventeen. We stick man playing against proper men that had played that sort of level of football for years. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So like proper grown men. So. No. It was. Did you find it, did you find there was a few experiences like that, or, or, or did you? Obviously, it was a shock at first. Did did, did you find that you adapted to it quite quickly, or did you? Was there a period where you thought, well, like I I feel like my depth here, or did did you? Obviously, you said you need fuck up your ideas and stuff. Like, did did you think right? This is it. I, I'm gonna. I, I I've got a place in this team. That I'm gonna do everything I can now to to stay in at this level. Yeah. Well. To, to keep well, I, I went on a run when I when I made my debut. I played 10, 11 games in a row after it. So, mm-hmm. it like you have to like adapt quickly because um, there's if you're in the imagine you're the like the opposite team manager. You see a seventeen year old boy in the team sheet is playing, yeah. and you're thinking, oh, here we go. Like we're gonna, it's ruthless. Like you're gonna try and take advantage of that. If he's barely played any games, no experience in that. You're gonna want your players. To move the ball that side of the park and try and, you know, create an opening by him not being like switched on and that sort of thing, like not yeah, knowing what definitely. to do and that sort of thing. Because at that sort of level, all you're looking to do is win. Like, there's yeah. no like, like trying to be nice to players and that, that sort of thing. The mentality is completely yeah. different. You need to go out looking to win every single game and you need to do it at any cost, even if yeah. it's near enough, not bullying, but near enough. Like taking yeah. full advantage of a young boy that's not played that much. Yeah, so you need no, to be- and that's just experience as well. Like, obviously, you said like 
you mentioned the guy grabbing you and that, and it, that's what it felt like. Smart, like smart players. When when you're getting late twenties, early thirties, and you're at that level, and you see a young player, you're going to know plenty, plenty of, of tricks to to get, get your edge in your opponent. So, yeah, I'd imagine you would have to had to adapt quite quickly just to the experience. Never mind the physicality, just even just the experience that some of these boys have got, and then obviously the physicality is just just tops it off. To be fair, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. It does. To be fair, but like that's. What you need to expect as a young player is going to be players thinking, right, well, he's young, doesn't really know what he's doing, I'm going to try and take full advantage of that, and which is what I think is what you need. You need players like trying to take advantage of you, you need pe- people in your team telling you what to do and how to stop them, what they're trying to do to you, if you, if you know what I mean by that. Yeah, like, oh, definitely. Like the older experienced players in your team are really, really important for you to get counteract the experienced players on the other team that are trying to get one up on you, almost, if you know what I mean. Yeah. No, well, it sounds like, obviously, mentioned the coaches and, and touched on the players there. I think I think the group you had at Airdrie overall m- m- must have helped you a lot with your development because, so how long was it you were, you were at Airdrie before you moved on again? Um, <laughs> I played, I want to say two full seasons at Airdrie. Two so was that maybe two and a half? Two and a half, two and a half seasons. So then, obviously, from from Airdrie, the move to Dunfermline. How, how did that come about? What was that again? Was that just another another move? We thought so it's a step up the ladder in terms of obviously divisions this time instead of level from boys club to pro youth. Now it is working up the league. So was was that your thinking? It was just I, I need to. It makes sense for me to try and challenge myself in, in, a, in a you know harder division, tougher players. Um, definitely. Um, obviously, you want to play it. Just the driver and anyone you want to be as best as you can at something. So yeah. you have an opportunity to improve yourself, you'll probably take it. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, absolutely. Also, Dunfermline are pretty well known club in Scottish football. Do you know what I mean? They're well supported and that sort of thing. So, but a club came in for me like that. You're thinking, oh, what's going on here? Why do they? Why are they trying to sign me? Or not? Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. um, it was a bit of a shock at first, to be fair, because I actually had quite a bad end of the season. I didn't play well in the last few games new manager just come in and that sort of thing at Airdrie. So, I was quite surprised when they came in for me. Um, right. But, because uh, it was like, the start of Airdrie pre-season as well, I had not started well. I had uh, two games that I was honestly, like, the worst nuclears, I'd say. Like, proper <laughs> bad. So bad. And then, obviously, uh, then filming still wanted me, which was, I suppose, gives you the confidence that I think that right. I, uh, it gives you the confidence like, oh, well, I'm playing like this and they still want me, they still see something in me, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and with the size of the club and that sort of thing, it wasn't, a, wasn't really a hard decision, to be perfectly honest with you. Obviously, I love my time in LG and all that, and I um, appreciate what the club did for me, but I felt that maybe it is the time, maybe I did just need a change of environment or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone could begrudge you that move. Like, I, rem- I remember... There's obviously some of your moves where you put people have questioned it and thought, "Is that right?" I think this is definitely a move where it is a bit of a no-brainer. You you've got that chance to to move up and challenge yourself. You need, you need to take it. You need to take these things. So what was it? So is this you're going into your your third season now? Is that what it is? is that, have you been in film in two years? Uh, this is my third. I so I've been at the, I played two two years at the film and I. Uh, 
So going into your third season, so being there two years, how how would you reflect on these two years? Then obviously tougher league, tougher opposition, different teammates. Again, another another big change for you. Did you how do you feel like your kind of first couple of years of the club? Um, first year, um, I signed obviously quite late, so it came to like sort of end of the Betfred Cup, so I got a little bit of minutes here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I got told when I came in that I wasn't going to be first choice and that left back and that sort of thing, which I was at the time I was fine with. When I was like, mm-hmm. fair enough. Um, obviously, still, I'm still just, 19. Just, at yeah, the time. I was going to say, how old were you? 19, yeah. Yeah, so those right. boys obviously in front of me that played in the championship for years, obviously, being obviously a step up in competition, it would have been tough. So yeah. I understood that. I was just willing to train, obviously, going back into full time. Um, it was. It would have been obviously tough, and it would have been good for me to keep training full time and hopefully get more work my way into the squad. Um, so the first season started quite well. I didn't play the first few league games, but there was an injury at the back, so eventually I got put in. Um, had a good, good first few games. Um, my actual full first team debut for Dunfermline was uh, against Celtic at Parkhead. Um, <laughs> so that was thrown in the deep end there. Aye, so that was a bit of a. A bit of a uh, scary, scary one, but so no, um, we'll, we'll talk about that for a wee bit. So you, you you've gone from what two, two, three years prior to that, you made your debut against Forfa for Adrie, right? No disrespect to either of the clubs, but neither of them are on Celtic's level. No. How is that then? Nineteen-year-old kid getting thrown in. I mean, it was away as well, wasn't it? It was away. Aye. To be fair, I, but I, it was. It was the second time I played. I'd already been there before with Airdrie. We got in the Scottish Cup. So, we actually, oh, I'd correct. already been there. Um, so, we played them. It was the Brendan Rodgers season where they were invincible at the <laughs> time. So, I think I was 18 at the time. Aye. Walking out to Parkhead. It was like the big light show on that middle of January. Yeah. Light show going off. And they had like their full first team out. I remember looking at the team sheet thinking, ah, they'll probably make some changes and that it won't be like all the big boys and that. But... Aye. Boris, Scott Sinclair, Edwards, Carl McGregor, Scott Brown, Boyata, Lustig, like near enough yeah. the full stage. Aye. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so was, how was that then? I, I, I wasn't actually sure. I didn't know you played with them, uh, played against them for the injury. How was that then? Because that, that must have been a bigger shock then than the Fairman one. Obviously, the Fairman is your debut, so whatever, whatever game you play, it's going to be a tough game. But the first, first time play, playing. Premiership Stadium, and imagine how was that then? Did, did you feel like you handled yourself well? Were there any lessons to be to be learned from that game? Um, I'd say the lesson is that you don't realise how good Celtic actually are. Um, yeah, it's probably what I took away from that game. Like you don't realise yeah. how good these players are until you actually yeah. play against them, and it just makes you think. Like what I came away from the game thinking was, if they're that good, how good are like the top top players in the world? Like I was yeah. playing against James Forrest most of the game, and I was mm-hmm. thinking, how am I even meant to get near him? Like I, I couldn't even like <laughs> just like lay a finger on him to like tackle yeah, him or just tackle him, it, smash him or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like get near him. Like he was yeah. just running me ragged all over the place, and I'm thinking, yeah. if he's that good, like imagine trying to get near like oh, your Messi's and Ronaldo's and all that sort of thing. It must be near enough impossible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I came away for the game thinking. Obviously, it was an amazing experience. I think it was pretty yeah. fair. 32,000 or something like that which was yeah. by far and away the largest crowd I'd ever played in so huh. it was a nerve-wracking day but 
obviously I thoroughly enjoyed it. We only got beat three now as well. So as a part time, aye, you would have. So um, aye, it was a good experience to be fair. I know, fair enough. So obviously moving into your third season at the Fernland now, big big aspirations. I'd imagine promotion missed out last year, obviously. But is is that is that the big goal then? Try, trying to get back up. Well, yeah, trying to get back up. Not for you, obviously, but for the club being there before. But yeah, is that, that the big goal. Yeah, at the start of the season when the new manager came in, Peter Grant, it definitely was. Um, first season at Dunfermline was a bit of a rocky one for me. Um, obviously, then I was having a bit of a rough patch. Then COVID kind of came at the right time. Uh, well, for me, selfishly, yeah. personally, it came at yeah. the right time for me. I wasn't playing well, starting to get a bit annoyed at the situation. That's the thing. Just kind of took my mind off things. And going into the second season, I became the first choice. Played every game but one. Um, I was out with covid for a game, um, so it didn't really set me back to fair. Just, just kind of took away from my fitness levels a bit, so it yeah. took a few weeks to get back into it. But being like the a mainstay at my position at the club for the whole season, so near enough getting a full year championship under my belt was good. Obviously, we missed it in the playoffs, which is disappointing. And then into the third season, as I said. Um, the aim is definitely to get promoted this season, hopefully. Um, we've had a rocky start. Um, we did well in the Betfred Cup group stages. Obviously got a draw against Rangers away, which is happening mm-hmm. tomorrow. Um, yeah. And then, uh, obviously, we've had a bit of a rocky start to the league as well. So, But definitely, the, as soon as the new manager came in, Peter Grant, you know, the first thing he said is, like, we need to win this league. We need to get promoted. I don't care if Kelly have came down, your Hamilton's, whatever. I think we're better than them and I want us to get promoted than that, do you know what I mean? So, that is definitely yeah. the goal. Oh, well, you mentioned a couple of teams there, the, the, the quality that's in the Championship now, I think, in my lifetime, I, I, I must admit, I think it's the, the most quality we've, we've seen in there. Kelly have came down and strengthened as well. So, no, there's definitely a lot of quality in there. So, it'll be a tough ask. Whoever comes up is going to have had, to have had an unreal season. A few teams have always had a good start, but no, you mentioned it as well. I wait to Rangers tomorrow. I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, but, uh, well. nah, some experience, so some experience. Aye. It's um, I played at Hamden in Celtic Park, uh, so Hamden um, Ibrox is one that I wanted to tick off that I've played at. So uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, I think there's forty thousand tickets or something being sold already, so it's going to be. The most I've played in front of again. Um, but I am looking forward to it. Obviously, they're in a bit of a rut at the minute, so they'll be no doubt looking to come and take as many goals as they can off us. And it's hopefully going to be our job to no let them do that and hopefully try and get a result out of the game. So, we'll ah, see well. how it goes. Yeah, it's football. Crazier things have happened and you're getting a result off Rangers, especially the now, like you say, there's some... Uh, opportunity for you there, I think, if, if they yeah. turn up the wrong mindset. So, no, you'll be all good, I'm sure. You'll be all good. Uh, it's it's another big milestone for you, this as well. When you look back, you've obviously had a few uh, signing with clubs and then making their debut, first game at Celtic Park. It's, it's another big milestone, which, you know, hopefully you're going to build on and continue to grow. What are your aspirations for the future? This obviously is a big one. Is your plans stay within the and get them up? Stay with them firmly. What what is your plans? Have you have you got aspirations to to 
movie elsewhere. Are you, are you happy in Scottish football? Uh, I do love it in Scottish football. I do love um, playing with Dunfermline just now. Um, it has been, it's obviously the club's treated me really well. Yeah, just signed a new contract. I think you've been, so. I was say, I think you've been quite lucky with that. I think most, obviously, far, far earlier on, your pro youth, the last kind of four, four or five years or so, I think the both clubs you've been at, I've treated you really well, and, and it's it's definitely helped you grow. So no, oh, definitely agree with that. Definitely, I um, it has um, as on aspirations. Uh, obviously, you want to play at the top level as high as you can. Like go play for like uh, don't know your big teams down south, like Man United, City, Liverpool, that sort of thing. Or go play with Barcelona and Real Madrid. I don't think I'll ever get to that level. So, but no. one day, hopefully, I want to hopefully like. This season, as you said, um, try and get promoted, try and yeah. get into the Premier League, play in Scottish Prem. That is probably my main goal. But I'd like to play, before the end of career, hopefully played a good few seasons in the Scottish Premier League. That is yeah. hopefully what I'd like to do. If it's, hopefully it's done firmly. Um, yeah. But we'll see come the end of the season what happens. No, no, you should do. Like you say, plenty to build on from the start of the season, but I mean, no, no doubt you're, you're, you're Come out strong. Keep pushing through. Josh, it's been a pleasure, mate. Yes, it has, mate. It has been very much for so, having me. Yeah, uh, you'll be all good. So, best of luck for tomorrow. I'll wait Rangers. So much, so, uh, I'll keep updated on how you get on there. But, yeah, all the best, mate. Cheers for coming on. Perfect. Thanks, Calm. Cheers, Perfect. bro. Cheers, mate.